Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Welcome along, folks. It is Glory Days, PJ and Jim's podcast, Glory Days. Thanks a million for joining us once again, whatever you happen to be doing. Where are you in the world? Do you ever wonder about that, where people might be when they're listening to this bit? Because you know, like when we do the radio nah, show, yeah, you sort of have an idea. Somebody's in their car, their truck, or whatever, or they're at home, and they're in their exactly, office. Exactly, yeah. But like with a podcast, it could be anywhere. Prison, even. I mean, this could be used as a form of torture or anything like that. I mean, people could be locked up or anything. Prison. Yeah, I'd say. Why not? Why not prison? I mean, people in prison need a bit of loving too. That's what I always wonder. You know, what's a bit of loving got to do with this podcast? I tell you, what you talking about? A voice like mine? <laughs> Nothing makes anyone feel a bit fruity and juicy more than hearing the voice of a thousand maniacs or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't, do you ever wonder if your voice is ever sounds sexy to anyone? There you go. Now, anyone in the world, you're saying people listening to this all over the world, right? right. So there's a chance there's someone listening to this I in think, Hawaii I, I or think China. Hawaii being a bit ambitious there, buddy. I oh. I'm not sure if that were a global phenomenon. I think we are. I damn right we are there's at least one flute somewhere in Fiji listening to this and he's going oh the voice on him jeez the voice on him oh I love to get a hold of that and imagining what we look like and all and they're there going oh I hope there's a couple of I hope one of them has tinning hair and the other one and the other one has a hairy back Oh, and I'd love to I'd give them an all road as I give them a party. Like the dirty L in a Fiji or something. She's like, <laughs> come here to me. I'll grab you as both by the molecular structure. And I'll rub you till a fire starts. Because there is that way I suppose you're right though There is kind of The old somebody for everybody Because it's like the way You know the way you hear people Talking about parts of Irish accents That they like Right Yeah. So there's kind of obvious ones That's what I wonder Well they seem obvious you know So they talk about say Northern accents And they reference the likes of Liam Neeson but then you hear that's the thing. Arlene Foster or something. Yeah, or yeah, or them lads on on, on St. William Street that were causing all trouble. Yeah, and you start going, that's not a sexy voice. Or, yeah. or those. Or when they talk about, say, they used to there's the somebody talking about the like the, the Kerry Lilt, the soft Kerry and then you hear a Healy Ray. And yeah, and and you're like, what are you serious? Yeah, and you hear, well, you know, isn't it? You'd give the best birthday present you ever in your life. And you start thinking, no. Yeah. So yeah, I guess there's all those it's all things. Obviously just in the ear. It's all in the ear. The like only some... thing about it I'd say is that for a lot of them you'd have to be deaf. Yeah, well, yeah, they have to be ears that don't work. I guess it's sort of regions within regions. You're right. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like most people think of an Australian, and they hear like uh, they hear like our Clint. You know, Clint that works there, and they think that's a yeah, it's nice accent, very pleasant voice. And do they be... think of that? No, I think I of think... an Australian, and I immediately think of like g'day. Well, I think of a broken moped. That's oh, what, you know yeah, that yeah. word. Which now I've just been very insulting to Australian yeah. people. But I'm probably but, racist. Ah, well, I didn't mean it. I, I was definitely slagging Ireland first. So there. Yeah, take uh, it out of that. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah, I guess it depends. It's regions within regions, isn't it? Like you, There's a neutral accent for every country. Yeah. So you hear, like you said, Liam Neeson is Ireland's neutral accent, you know. Or Gay Bourne was very, ha, yeah, hi there. Yeah, no, yeah, gay, yeah, Gay very Bourne neutral. was the ultimate sort. God, you wouldn't have put him anywhere. Where you? He could have been from anywhere. He could have been from anywhere in Where Ireland. Where is he from? He's Dublin. He's from Dublin. No, yeah, Holt, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Holt, well, maybe right, true and true Holt. That's not a real <laughs> thing you hear often, is it? Yeah, I don't think anybody's really originally from Holt, are they? I no, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like even the even the early people from Holt were da- were Danish Vikings, weren't they? <laughs> 
so that's, so that doesn't make sense. But that's another one. Like you know, the sort of the Danes were playing in the English there last night, and a lot of people think you know the the big Swedish guard, oh, sweet Swedish Danish, a sort of blonde, six foot seven, gorgeous hunk of a man. And then it kind of sounds like they're messing all the time when they talk, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like there's, sounds like there's a joke coming. I as well that a lot of those Danish players that, uh, you know, footballers in particular, they, it must be one of those weird accents that the, their ear is tuned in to all accents. Because it's almost yeah. like wherever they go, they immediately just pick up the accent of wherever of where they, they learn. Yeah. yeah. So as a result, then you get like, you know, the Peter Schmeichels. Exactly, yeah. Mean, where that accent is a weird thing between Danish and Mank. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Or there was your man who played for Liverpool, Jan Moldy, who was had the weirdest combination of Danish and Scouse. I love that. I love when the two accents amalgamate. Like I was telling you years ago, the, ch- the chipper around our way, and your man who used to go, Tail, snack a box. <laughs> it was an amazing way to do it. It was Tail. a Italian. How many snack a box? Tail. <laughs> Tail, snack a box. It was the most amazing crossover ever because Italian and Dublin they don't belong in the same place at all you know the, the, that sort of sound and you tell tell snack a box <laughs> tell but that book you go tell yeah I was like was he's that asking about two of everything just to hear it was that was that the only thing he said in Dublinese was tell 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 yeah 22 snack a box 22 but that book you go it was amazing. It was the most wonderful thing I've ever heard. Man, that's something I'd pay to hear. <laughs> right, listen, uh, let's give you some of the, uh, a little sampling of some of the best bits from Jordan the Week. We've gathered together a few bits and pieces if you haven't listened to. Um, on the way, we're going to uh, give you the chance to, to hear. Sorry, so, so it's literally just written down as smells. What was yeah. that about? Uh, I, I think it was why women could smell a single man. Was it that one? Oh, right, That okay. they could smell a fella, yeah. Right, so that's on the way. Also, um, all week we had this competition on the go with Curry's PC World. Oh, no, it was smell and changes as you get older. I beg your pardon. Is that what it was, right? Smell changes as you get older, because I remember talking to you, you wouldn't be able to... Oh, yeah, I can't say it now, because they'll hear it in a bit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so, and, and that Curry's competition was about your kitchen disasters. And um, I tell you, something came out of left field. Uh, and of, of all the kind of disasters you'd imagine could happen in a kitchen... Um, the one that we had on what was it Thursday? Thursday it was oh shocker. Oh my god! From Paul, I think it was. Was it was a real eye waterer? <laughs> I can tell you. That's on the way. Also, uh, we found, we were looking for your famous rallies at one stage during the week because there was that story about people being related to Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. There was that going on then. <laughs> uh, for, uh, something very topical with with boozers in Ireland and the whole kind of controversy about boozers being closed and all that sort of stuff. Um, something else, nothing to do with uh, coronavirus or anything else. Something else closed a pub in England. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a lockdown. It was more like a lockdown. <laughs> And on that note, enjoy. I will talk to you the other side of these. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Uh, as you know, this week we're, we have this thing on the go with uh, with Curry's, our friends at Curry's PC World, uh, in relation to your kitchen appliance disasters. This came out of a survey that Curry's PC World did that found that sixty four percent, which is a big number, big of number us, of people have had to. Uh, Kitchen appliance disasters, really. Of some description or another. So the idea is we wanted to hear yours, okay? And in return for hearing that, we'll give you the chance to win a thousand euro voucher to spend at Curry's PC World. They are the one-stop shop for all your appliance needs. So if you do have dodgy appliances, old or broken or out of date or whatever, they have all the big brands, Samsung, LG, Bosch, Grundig, all of that sort of stuff. And if it all appears a bit too much of a, you know, a bit too much choice... 
They also have plenty of experts on. In fact, even online, if you go to curries.ie, they have something called their shop live function. And uh, it allows people to chat directly to their tech experts. And then you can kind of tell them what you're looking for, kind of thing you're going to use it for, what your budget is, all that sort of stuff. And they'll advise you on the best. So that's on uh, curries.ie. So what we were looking for was to drop us a little voice note on the WhatsApp to 0871818100 and tell us about your disasters. Like this one, right, from Katrina. Now, Katrina actually not only gave us a little rundown, she also sent us some pictures. Oh, my God. Now, I haven't heard the story yet, but judging by the pictures... It didn't go well. It certainly didn't go well. So here it is. Morning, all. My toaster went on fire last week. My 11-year-old came in to me while I was working from home to say it's supposed to be flames coming from the toaster, man. So didn't know what to do, but knew not to put water on it, but took the plug out, put it into the sink, put a fire blanket over it, all the right things. But the flames kept burning underneath. So it burnt under into my cleaning press, across the other presses, dishwasher, everything burnt smoke, house filled with smoke. Two fire engines came 11 o'clock in the morning, uh, lovely Tuesday, and now um, smoke damaged and have no kitchen, have no running water, melted the taps, melted the stopcock, disaster. But yeah, all from a toaster. Oh Oh my my God. Good Lord. That is And ferocious. the pictures do back it up. Katrina sent us the pictures there. Look at that. The sink. That's like, you know. I feel terrible for laughing at the start of that story now. I'll be honest with you. I didn't realise it was going down that road. I didn't realise it was going to be an absolute kitchen yeah. house disaster. Oh, my holy smoke. Uh, very appropriate. Yeah. Holy smoke. Katrina, thanks for that. Um, and hopefully it gets sorted one way or the other. Um, and the, other, the next one we have in now, this is one where um, Uncle Clint... Um, has just asked us to advise you that if there are, you know, young ears close to the radio, you may want to exercise your own parental discretion oh, right, in, relation, okay, okay. in relation to this particular story from Paul. So just do bear that in mind, as I you say. If do yeah, you might have to Fingers do it. In the or, you know, uh, whatever. Distract them. <laughs> Send them to their room. Yeah. Of course, if it was left to me and PJ, we'd have the mouse digging trenches and buying rounds. Yeah. But I mean, you know. Like when I was a boy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, just bear that in mind if there are little ears close to the radio because Paul's kitchen disaster that he sent to us, you know, it's not the kind of association that most people would probably have with their kitchen. Right, right. Well, here, have a listen. This was last year and my son was just gone four years old. It was coming up to our anniversary and my sister was going to take the baby overnight while I made an anniversary dinner as a nice surprise and romantic night in with the missus when she got home from work. So I was frantically going around prepping and getting dressed and getting everything ready. Just finished whisking the cream with the electric hand mixer and I put it down for a second. I was half naked at the time wearing just boxer shorts and a t-shirt. So I turned around and my son had picked up the mixer and came towards me holding it like a laser gun, shouting, pew, pew, pew. Catches me at the side of me shorts slash crotch, almost pulling them off in the process, clenching around my left ball until it seized up. I almost passed out with the pain while my little lad just shouted gotcha and legs it off. Couldn't remove the whisk from its grip and when my wife got in I had to explain the ungodly sight that greeted her. We ended up in A&E. That was horrifyingly embarrassing enough and they eventually deballed the mixer which was disposed of and continued to tell me how lucky I was. If I'd not been wearing shorts I would have been deballed myself. Can't even remember the clinical term. Needless to say, the anniversary evening was scrapped. You could say my son made a balls of it. <laughs> oh, so, oh my again, God. of all the things that I predicted, oh you know, God. might come in in terms of people's kitchen appliance disasters. 
Somebody nearly being deballed. Is a young lad nearly castrated him with a oh, with a with, whip, a, with, with a, a cream mixer. whipper, a cream mixer? But that's <sighs> an unbelievable thing. Oh, what is, oh, that extraordinary is extraordinary. I hope stuff you're all right. I hope that's you've made a full recovery. That's the main thing. I mean, whatever. And you're a, still fully intact and everything. Uh, yeah, it's important that here was me thinking of a fiery toaster. I was felt bad at laughing for that. I feel terrible at laughing for you. You nearly lost a ghoulie. We were sitting here cross-legged, Paul. Yeah, when that was going on. It was extraordinary. Oh my anyway, god. Anyway, listen, that's what it's all about. We need your kitchen appliance disasters in return we'll give you uh, potentially give you put you in to win a 1000 euro voucher to spend at Curry's PC World they are the one stop <laughs> shop for all your appliance needs for God's sake be careful with your appliances will you? and put some clothes on Paul for God's sake Glory Days the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova can you imagine the pressure of having a famous relative oh yeah I mean, imagine you know big shadow being related to the likes of yourself, PJ oh, Gallagher, well-known you? celebrity, big, huge television personality, big w- w- famous, world-famous stand-up comedian. World-famous. I'm actor, not even, no one even knows me in Kerry. Actor, playwright, uh, author, various other things, right? <laughs> and, um, and all of that, right? And then imagine how bad it would be then if one of your, one of your you know, relatives yeah. wanted to be a stand-up comedian. They'd be constantly being compared to the great PJ Gallagher. Oh my How God, you're such a donut. You're such a donut. <laughs> Things you come out with. I know what you're saying though, because they found 14 relatives, um, and they would be sort of living relatives, um, of Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> wow. Leonardo da Vinci. No way. Yeah, yeah, they have to say. anything like Leonardo da Vinci? The very fella. Is yeah. it? I just wow. said it in Italian. Uh, so they got, <laughs> so these researchers... They say they're closer to discovering the past after they went and they studied the, ge- the genealogy of Leonardo da Vinci uh, and they found all these living relatives, 14 living relatives. Some of them are children, obviously. Uh, some are up an upholsterer, office workers, farmers. They're all different professions. They all do different things. Except for one lad who's actually an artist himself. Oh, no. Yeah, Gianni oh, da Vinci is his name. And I- he's in his 60s. He's 68 years or 62 years old. Uh, and he says, oh, God, he, he's a bit taken back now. He doesn't know how to deal with this that's new big shadow pressure. in his life, isn't oh it? Oh, my God, that's isn't pressure. Isn't it? Yeah. He, they Being asked a him, painter who's related to Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, he, he, in fairness to him, he, they, they met him and he says, oh, to be honest with you, maybe some of my work has had him turning in his grave. He goes... <laughs> So the uh, irony's not lost on him, yeah. Pro- like, what sort of painting... Imagine if it turned out he was a house painter. I know, that'd be brilliant, <laughs> That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? If he was putting magnolia on your walls. Yeah. yeah. Leonardo da Vinci was relative of mine. He's there, really, because ro- you're you're cutting in around that ceiling's rubbish. Yeah, well, is it? Yeah, <laughs> you cheeky. Yeah. Do you want this magnolia roller? Don't you cheeky? Yeah, because you missed the spot over the door there. Are I you know. sure you're related to Leonardo da Vinci? Yeah. Oh, oh my God! Like the fellow who did the, the ceiling and everything. Yeah, no, it's just because you have to make a mess of my ceiling. Leonardo, you're thinking of Michelangelo. <laughs> You, well, you, he must have done the ceiling somewhere. He might have even done a in few his ceilings. house. He even if he only painted the ceiling in his own house. It, it, ring him there and ask him why they're all sitting on the same side of the table <laughs> in the Last Supper. As you ask him that, did you ever wonder why they're all sitting on the same side of the table in the Last <sighs> Supper? That's what I'd be thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, also, I be it must be mad. Like, imagine like they found out you. They found out like you were related to King Kong or something. Like, you'd be absolutely <laughs> blown away. Or oh, Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Or Harambe yeah, or something. Yeah. They'd be like, oh or, my God, Jim. Or, or Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> what a shadow that would be to live under. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jim, yeah. you'd be there literally. God. 
one of Jim's relatives led that led that huge revolution when the apes took over the world. They'd be like, yeah, maybe the first, and Jim would be, be a, a huge pressure because you'd be the first ape in your family to not have an Elvis haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I tell you, we must find. Yeah. We should find out if we do have um, a relative of anybody famous listening to the show. That'll be good, actually. I, yeah. I've no, I've no famous. Have you any famous? Relatives? No, I don't. No, nothing at all. I'm sure we both did those um, ancestry genealogy yeah. tests that showed us our well, greater wider how, family. I've no, I've how nothing. Could we forget? Are you not related to any sort of famous male person or anything? Oh my god! You'd no, be I am not. Ninety-eight percent male. I'm not. Are you not related in any way? Is there not? Is that famous? I don't know, male. Did Mayo ever produce anybody famous? Louis Walsh. There you go, and you're the spitting image of him. Maybe just like these people with Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci, you are related to Louis Walsh, and they don't, they, you don't even know it yet. Come on, can we lay off the Mayo references for the good love of goodness? I never got to the bottom of where I was from. They never, I never got my results. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Mine was, mine were corrupted. I know. In fairness, they did think they were dealing with human DNA. <laughs> So, we probably should have given them a heads up that you are part primate. This is horrific. <laughs> this you know. is horrific, this is. Little did they know we had to hunch you around the office with a, with, a, with a gun with feathers on the dart to get the DNA out of you in the first place. <laughs> right, let's find out. Just out of curiosity, let's find out. The Does male anybody, anybody listening to the show have a famous relative, right? If you've got a famous <laughs> relative we want to know about right now, 087-1818-100. Obviously, animals don't don't include uh, animals. Ah, that's not fair. Don't exclude yourself. <laughs> like, this could be good fun for you. Emer, lastly, Emer is uh, coming up and she's got a famous relative. How are you, Emer? Good morning, boys. How you doing? Not too bad at all, Emer. Tell us about your famous rally. I am related to Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor Ooh. is my second cousin. Well, look at that there, now. Look at you. <laughs> look at I'll and tell you something, Emer. Nothing compares to you. Hey! Nothing compares to Come me. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, and Emer, can you hold the tune yourself? I do indeed. I do play with a few lads. Yeah, we do play music together. Oh, oh very wow. good. Very good. So you don't, you don't feel any pressure when it comes to singing, no? You don't feel kind of people are judging you because of your famous rally? Well, it wouldn't be out there. Like, people wouldn't know. Right. That, that, you know, but yeah. Among, have, you, have, you ever, have you ever actually sung with Sinead? God, no, no. Oh. no. She's an independent lady and she keeps to herself. No really? doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True enough. Jeez, well, well, that's brilliant, Emer. That's brilliant. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Uh, you know, obviously the sort of controversy reigns still about the whole thing with indoor hospitality in this country. We're the only country in Europe that doesn't have the, the pubs open and I know. stuff like that. And all that's going on at the moment, right? And uh, to ca- campaigns... Uh, well, crossing... Is it the UK, I think? Yes. Right. Um... Where the pubs are open. Pubs are open. Bar one. Well, the, this one is, I mean, in fairness, right? Pubs, like you said, have gone through an awful lot. The hospitality sector has been through an awful lot. Right. Uh, extraordinarily so, actually, over the last year and a half. Uh, the, the landlords in, in the publicans in Ireland now suffering still more than the rest, like you've mentioned as well. But you think they, you know, there's a, a pub had to be shut down again in um, York over over yeah. yonder. Now, now you'd imagine you'd imagine after being after going through what they went through, yeah, it they're would not take, open long, like yeah, exactly. It would take something 
it takes something pretty like drastic yeah, to yeah. have to make them close again. Well, I mean, like, they wouldn't want to do it willingly. Well, that was the fears when they heard the close down. They were thinking, well, is this the uh, Delta variant? Maybe someone there was a close contact for Delta or maybe this new one again, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Uh, and they're saying, well, no, it's not. Don't worry about it. What happened was a fellow went into the pub and he dropped a big jobby into the jacks and he clogged up the entire <laughs> system. And now... After their first week of being open, properly open, and uh, they've had to sl- shut down again while they get the jobby removed out of the tile. I mean, seriously, can you, like, uh, you, you try and make an honest living, and then some lad, and let's be honest, it probably is a lad, jumps in and puts a giant turd. Now, the place has been, uh, the place has, looks like it's a bit of crack as well. It's called the House of Trembling Madness, is the name <laughs> of the pub. That is a pub I want to go to. Isn't is it? That- Seriously, it's called the House of Trembling the Madness. The House of Trembling Trembling Madness. Now, the jobby was so big, it shut down. And they what they managed to do was open up and was shut down one floor. So it's a big old barn, this place. Right. So they managed to shut down one floor. Uh, that floor is still shut down, as we know. Uh, but they're working on it. They're working on it. <laughs> so they've the had thing to in. sort of isolate. They've had to isolate. Yeah, they've had to socially that, sort that of isolate floor. that floor and that toilet in particular. So uh, that nobody comes in contact with the... Yeah, with this giant thing. offending. I mean, you must be a shame on you, whoever you are going in there and doing that in the public house, in a public place. I mean, if you know, I, I mean, mean what, granted, okay, what? we all get caught out, but dear, oh dear, oh dear. I mean, like to you be know. fair, you'd imagine that, like uh, you know, the the plumbing in in most commercial establishments yeah. would obviously have to be to a, a reasonable grade standard, yeah, because it has to take quite a lot of. Traffic. Traffic. Good good word. Yeah. Quite <laughs> yeah, a lot of traffic. Thought, quite a lot of traffic, yeah. So how how big monstrous you think yeah to shut it down well so there's people now of course it's building up legendary stages this this one particular jobby some people are referring to it as the log ness monster <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's that it's been so big that they you know they don't know what to do oh, that it's often heard of never really seen <laughs> You know, uh, and the and in fairness, they're saying, look, over twenty staff had lost their jobs in this place. You know, o- over the last while, and uh, not one had COVID, um, but all were skinned, and they've been massively understaffed, and they've just opened again. And now this fella has come in, and to say he stretched the uh, abilities of their. The stretch their abilities to stay open is put has, them mildly. Has the offending item been removed? I has, yeah, be, has but I believe removed. so. I believe and so. I assume taken away for analysis. <laughs> You would imagine so, if it's that big. Do you remember years ago? It was 2015. I remember it as as if it was yesterday, Jim. In 2015, a flight took off. Do you remember there was a guy, and a guy did a jobby on the plane so bad that they had to turn the flight around. It was going from London to Dubai, and they were flying that way, and your man did a a, a pneu. So disgusting. Yeah. What do you mean? Like a... He what? did a pneu, it was so disgusting. Why did they turn it around? It's hardly going to affect the engines or anything. No, it was so bad, people were getting sick and everything on the plane. And they mean, couldn't do it. Do you mean the smell? The smell of it oh. and everything else. He did a pneu that was oh. snow smelly. A pneu that was snow smelly that I had to turn around the whole plane around uh, and get take, and go back. Imagine the how embarrassed you'd be, though, in fairness. That's, that is bad. Like, the old log dropper of the mad, of the Wobbling House of York, or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Trembling he, House of Madness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that log dropper, he walked home, a big smile on his face, delighted with himself, like some sort of, 
fucking murderer or something. <laughs> yeah, some, com- yeah. some phantom. He's some phantom yeah. log dropper. He's delighted with himself. He's there. He'll be years to come. He'll be like, did you know it was me that shut down pub with me bottom? Glory days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Terrible and appalling news for you, right? Smell changes as we get older, okay? Right. Uh, they've done these Danish researchers have done this thing where they've realised that change is inevitable with the... Um, well, let's say we're talking to Jim. Let's try and make it as tra- tragic as we can. With the unbelievable onset and marching of time that no matter how much yeah. you brace yourself, it still wins Where the, the inevitable end. march towards the end comes with it some uh, irreversible changes. Indeed. What, something that will leave you, Jim, crying for the abyss is the fact that smell does change. Okay. And it's not all smells that change. What well, you mean, it changes as in you, you, you can't pick it up as much or it... it it actually in, smells different than it used to smell. It or? actually can't pick it up as much. So things like oranges, raspberries and vanilla, don't worry, they will remain powerful smells for as long as you exist. On the other hand, coffee and bacon are going to start leaving your senses. Shut up. I swear to God. You, you're lying. <laughs> you lying, lying piece of absolute unbelievable. Why would I you know. do... I Why know. would you... Uh, I know. Et tu brute. Yes, older on, people... And oh. by older people, they mean people over 55. So you've not long left, Jim, before this starts to kick in. You're saying somebody's going to take away the most magnificent aroma of bacon. It won't be the same. Rashers. It won't be the same. Oh, it's going yeah. to start fading in yeah, significance. You've said many horrible things to me in your time. And that's why you'll be like one of those grannies going around, has anyone got an orange? You'll be like, well, that's why, because that'll be one of the, has anyone got an orange? Is there a mandolin around here? Do, do grannies go around asking for oranges? Yeah, my granny was, oh, has anyone got an orange? Is there a mandolin? A mandarin? Has anyone got an orange? Mandolin, yeah. There it goes. It's yeah, has anyone got an orange? Or those orange-flavoured sweets? Or mints? She was mad for the mints because the mints... About, uh, about Did anybody, any random stranger ever turn around and go, God, funny you should say that. I do happen to have an orange on oh, me. No, she wasn't walking around the streets like... <laughs> It was in the house. Has anyone got... It was walking around the street. Has anyone, walking up to people at bus stops going, anybody got an orange? Has any eels here got an orange? It's just I can't smell me rashers. Uh, so oh, scientists geez, in Copenhagen... Is it is bad news, isn't it, Jay? They've tried to pin down what smells fade and what smells don't uh, through time. And they compared 343 people, all aged 20, 20 years old to 98 uh, and the food quality and preference study um, has come up with this. And unfortunately, do, so, like smells do change. And bacon, one of the most oh. pleasurable smells in the world. And coffee, one of the old, other most pleasurable smells in the world. Fade. They fade. You won't get the scent. No, you won't. You just have to up the ante. And Instead of having six rushers, you have to have 12. You have to double up. The, and maybe yeah. they'll do. It'll be like, it'll be like yeah. <laughs> You just have to double your mass. Maybe it'll work exactly yeah. to your favour. Maybe it'll be even better then. Because then yeah. you can eat eight rashers. I can't smell these. We're going to need more rashers. Yeah. Pile them on. <laughs> Pile them on. Pour some. I want them grilled in coffee. <sighs> that yeah, is or bad fried news. in coffee. Yeah, so that that's is it. bad news. And there's also this other story here about smell. And it shows that there's this... You know, we all have our body odours and we all try and cover them up as best we can well, speak for yourself well we do you know I mean there's a natural smell of a Jim McCabe I'd say you smell a bit like bacon yourself if let loose into the world <laughs> I'd say there's a lovely smell of fresh hog off you if you didn't <laughs> if you didn't use fresh hog yeah I'd say there's a lovely scent why, why is there so many animalistic ma- kind of fresh hog or wild gorilla an- or something animal or, yeah there's so many animalistic references come from you and it's a shocking way to treat a man you what was the other thing you once said 
smelled like a big giant sausage roll with a personality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, they're lovely things. They're lovely smells, man. They're anyway, lovely so smells. what's this other smell thing? So now there's this thing that, believe it or not, does this... Uh, oh, look, the science of it is boring. I'm not going right, to go into it. Don't, yeah. Uh, don't, I'm, don't, not, I'm not going to go into facts it. Facts aren't our friends. I'm not really into it. But it turns out women can smell out single men. They wow. actually have a scent. Yeah, it's called desperation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise no. Oh, oh, the desperation. Ooh, the desperation. <laughs> That's a great ad, isn't it? Ooh, the desperation. Yeah. Why the- Why there isn't a man's aftershave called Desperation? Desperation by Coco Chanel. Probably the same. Well, it wouldn't be Coco Chanel, would it? <laughs> no, but probably the same reason there's not a, a scent called Fresh Hog. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Yeah, it is Glory Days with PJ and Jim. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that little selection. Just a couple of little bits and pieces. Some of the best bits from uh, from the week that was. The week that was. Doesn't, wasn't there a, a, a programme called? A programme called The Week That Was. I'm pretty sure there was. Yeah, yeah. and it was all probably kind of very... Was it very serious? Was I it think, all political yeah, affairs? It was very stuff? newsy stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. Margaret so Thatcher today decided <laughs> that nobody should be allowed to live or share oxygen with rich people. Stuff like that. Yeah. So very similar then to, to the kind of current affairs we bring. Yeah, to, yeah. To the radio every morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is unusual that, isn't it? I suppose. We, yeah. What the, the current affairs we well, bring? Just our version of our version of kind of like. We know. should try doing the show real serious one day, like the story that that one. Like we should try doing the story serious. Like uh, today, Jimmer's pub was locked down because someone did a massive shite. <laughs> and not laugh at all. Like be real serious. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. Well, a man dropped his trousers supposedly to the ankles, dropped a massive <laughs> shite, and blocked up the pub. We go live now to the landlord. Did you see the shite yourself, sir? I did, boys. It was a massive log. People were disgusted. Children were crying. And back to the studio. Yeah. Uh, yeah, You're right. That would work. That would work. It's been like, wasn't there? um, It's like we always say about, you know, those times when people are doing the court reporting and they have to. I don't know if they have to or they choose to. Yeah, they read out the testimony. Yeah. Word for word. But they do it exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it's just so strange when you see some really straight laced RT reporter saying, you know, um, the defendant replied. I'll kick you in the bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> you will in your bollocks, you culchy bastard. And then grabbed him, turned him over, and pulled his underpants over his head. <laughs> oh. I'm Catherine Journey, live from RT1. And you're like, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, I'm never. Oh, man, I don't know why it's so entertaining. I, it's, it's just, just the watches. fact that they have to be so straight laced. It's so straight laced. Talking reading in full Someone ab- abusing a guard. You culty bastard. You will in your hole. <laughs> Come and have a go if you think you fart enough. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> Uh, I suppose we should probably get out of here, should we? We've Let's get out of here, yeah. enough. Dear um, God. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, hopefully you're enjoying it. Be good and uh, be back with us, of course, on Monday. Oh, no! Sure, we're off on we're our off, we're, gone. we're on the holiday, so we won't be back till Monday week. Yeah, 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 so you'll just have to keep listening to this podcast over and over and over uh, yeah, again. Yeah, that'd be grand, yeah. Oh, what a joy that is. Good luck. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.